0: I have to say, I've I've had a fascination with porn movie titles for as long as I can fathomably remember. Um, more so than the actual film itself, I've never been much up on the film. More so, I mean, it's usually just a cable guy showing up and he, you know, fixes the cable, right? But uh, the titles are the best, you know. So I'm reading this book, uh, Snuff, Chuck Palahniuk. And, uh, these are all, these are all his, his creations, but he's, he's talking about the ass menagerie, catch her in the eye, bang the bum slowly. Um, just brilliant stuff. The twilight bone, a tale of two titties, um, the Da Vinci load. That's, that's one of my personal favorites, uh, to drill a mockingbird. Uh, and I mean, come on chitty chitty gangbang how can you go wrong with that so I've got this shirt that says my uh, donating donating blood is my superpower and it's something that I I must have jacked from one of these um, blood drives that they do like they do mobile mobile blood drive. Sometimes they go out and about, they go out on location there and they set up the old trailer, the old camper van or the whatever you RV, but there's an RV and, uh, and it's just kind of one off one afternoon deal. And, uh, but I, <laughs> I kind of I wear it as, it's kind of, it's an ironic shirt. I I don't know. Because I don't donate. I, my contribution is what I do. What is, it's just basically what I do. Which is rounding, rounding the stuff up. I just, I, when they, and they always, you know, I walk in there like, you got some mighty fat veins. I'm like, easy, girl. You don't want any of this. You don't want any of this. But, um. So I, I just thought to myself, uh, yeah, you know, it's a good shirt for like hiking and getting, sw- you know, one that you, I, I, I don't know if I'd wear it or it's what, uh, it's kind of what like older, older people would wear, I guess, like really old people like to wear like the big white New Balance. It's probably, and even that's really kind of, you know, uh, hypothetical, I, I don't think anybody wears these shirts. So I wear them. And, uh, and I thought, that's a really stupid superpower. But, but then, so, my son, I'm talking to my son, right? And he's got a second interview with Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) I, I'm I'm like, is this a test, son? Are you testing me right now? But, But I I probably would have done the same thing back in the day. Maybe. I don't know. I doubt it. But, um... So he's telling me... He's like, yeah, I got a second interview on Thursday. And then the... And then the new Spider-Man comes out. I'm like, what do you mean? The new Spider-Man? Like, another Spider-Man? Like, Jesus. Like... How I mean there's a lot of Spider-Mans floating around, you know? There's like there's a couple of animated ones. There's the one that isn't there one where, like the kid's black, you know, then there's Toby Maguire and uh Um Tom Holland and uh Andrew Garfield. There's a lot of Spider-Man. There's about as many as there are Batman, right? It's so, like Jesus and then is and then is uh well, his, 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 his hero, his superhero is The Flash. So that movie's coming out, too, with Ira, what's his name, Ira, Ira Miller, is that his name? The guy that just can't stay unarrested, right? And uh, for whatever reason, you know, everyone's got their thing. But, uh, so my superpower, of course, is donating blood, but I thought, you know what, what's a dumber, what is a dumber version of super type meta human being existence that, uh, that would top that. And I, and I, and I think I came up with one and, and this is is like, this is, this goes way back though. This is like this is back in the 80s, like, mm, yeah, like early 80s, like 10, when I'm like 10 or 11, maybe at my, you know, the oldest. And that was the, 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 Justice League had a cartoon and I think it was by like the same, I could be wrong, but I think it was by the same people that did Scooby-Doo, like Hanna-Barbera, stuff like that, Right. And so, this was Justice League. So, and it, and this is all DC, obviously. In which, I I never really back in the day. I never really knew the difference or distinguished the difference um, between Marvel and DC. But evidently, there's a rivalry. It's like Hatfields and McCoys. It's like there's a lot of a lot of bad blood. I think between the two. I don't know. And but. So the Justice League has you know Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Uh, what was the other ones that they had? Like is it Cyborg and the Flash? But he wasn't on there. Um, on this particular cartoon. But there was a set of twins that were—they're called the Wonder Twins. And so some people, like, if people that, I, if I, that I've asked, they, they do remember the Wonder Twins. And they were the worst. Because um, there's a boy-girl twin, just like my twins, boy-girl twins. And then they had this monkey named Gleek, which I think this is kind of like a jump-the-shark type thing. Like, where, like, they're kind of running out of ideas. So, like, they introduced the Wonder Twins, right? And uh, whenever they were called in to help, the one of them would turn into like some kind of variation of like an ice, like a bucket of ice or like an ice shield or ice boots or ice, just, uh, you know, an ice maker, whatever. You know, for whatever reason, ice was his thing. And then the other one would become like a walrus or a or an eagle, you know. And they would dump that giant bucket of ice onto the villain, which I always... I tended to think it was a little ineffective, like, just worthless, but, is this the next, is this the next big feature film, the Wonder Twins, the, the next, God, I hope not, like, DC, DC, I, you know, they, uh, by all accounts, it seems like they're in, kind of in the shadow of Marvel, you know, Marvel's just got so many, so many, like, uh, you know, the Avengers, X-Men, um, know, the fucking, uh, Iron Man, um, Spider-Man and, uh, but Jesus, the one, like, I think that's, I think they'd really be, that would be like the indicator, like the canary indicator, like the one that says that that they're ready to jump the shark on this one when, if they go to a Wonder Twins I mean, they'll do it up in some kind of wild, over-the-top style, but it—it's uh, you know, you know, just it seemed it seemed to me kind of utterly pointless. Like it's like when like like when Scooby-Doo introduced Scrappy-Doo, like nobody wanted that. I don't think. I mean, I was it was tolerated at best, you know. But again, it's like that when they're running out of ideas, or they or they want to liven it up, or they want to freshen it up. It's like when. Uh, well, of course, the jump the shark moment is it comes from the Happy Days episode, the actual episode where Fonzie jumps a shark, right? <laughs> like, you know, this series Happy Days has been going on forever, and you know they've introduced uh, you know a lot of peripheral characters. Uh, Laverne and Shirley pops in. Mork from Ork, you know, Robin Williams, that's where he was introduced as on Happy Days, which opened up, um, you know, he, it, it, it was on the strength of that cameo or that bit, that bit role, he got, he got that series, Mork and Mindy, so they just were running out of ideas, you know, and, uh, so the, so they had a, an episode where Fonzie jumps a shark. Like there's a big tank in the middle of, of uh, the parking lot at at um, at Owl's or the the you know the diner that they all hung out at, and then he <laughs> like, like where do you, like where do you get a shark back in the day? Like you know, I think I got a good idea for like an exhibition. I'm gonna raise some money, and I'm gonna. I'm going to jump this motorcycle over this pool and I'm going to, and there's going to be a shark in there. So if I don't make it, like I'm going to get eaten by a shark. Like, would that even really happen? Do you think, you know, like if you just miscalculated or just something happened, you know, he just gets cold feet at the, right at the top of the ramp and just kind of like tumbles in, you know? I mean, is that shark even going to be like, what the fuck, you know? Like, all of a sudden there's like a motorcycle and some dude in a white helmet in my tank, like... I don't know, the whole thing, but... So that's where they coined the term Jump the Shark for a lot of these these series that are just kind of flailing, maybe a little stale, maybe a little dry. They need to liven it up. So they had a... So so Scooby-Doo... Uh, introduces a character called scrappy- doo who just wants to pick a fight with everybody he's really he just every day he chooses violence scrappy-doo just chooses violence they uh, I, of course I remember they uh, they introduced um, I think he was scooby-doo's nephew and then there's scooby-doo's cousin we well, had a couple of cousins there was scooby- dumb who was just dumb They're like Durr. you know and then scooby-dee who was like a kind of a a little dog vixen, like a little vixen dog, like a little hottie in the dog world. But you didn't see them as often as Scrappy-Doo. And Scrappy-Doo, again, he was always like, put him up, put him up. Like he was always trying to pick fights because he's got like little man's complex or something, you know. But honestly, you could just really punt that guy right over the fence. On, I mean, he's just, he was like, he, he was built like a chicken nugget, right? So, I mean, how, how imposing a figure could he have possibly been? So, see, so yeah, this, that was that was my childhood back in the day. Like, Justice League, Wonder Twins, Scrappy-Doo, Jump the Shark, you know, a little bit of Laverne and Shirley here and there, not very often. Mork and Mindy, definitely. I used to run around pretending I was Mork for Mork. Nanu-nanu, all that shit. <laughs> but but quite frankly this this month's really turning out to be a real kind of gross wet blanket just the weather is weird it's it's slow it's just kind of you know there's no uh you're not there's no inspiration for to you know there's nobody's inspired by anything um It's hot. It starts getting hot. It's June. It's, like, again, I was saying, like, in the last episode, like, this is Father's Day month. Like, nobody gives a fuck about Father's Day, you know? Like, Dad just wants to grill. He just wants to hang out. He's, like, you know, like, if you showed up, I was explaining to, um, Kyler, the security guard, again, as we were talking about Wonder Twins, I was telling him about, you know, Father, like, Dad doesn't want to fucking do stuff. Like, if you showed up, you know, if you're the my kids, my twins showed up and they're like, we're going to take you to the water park. I'd be like, you can fuck right off. You can fuck right off right now. You can fuck right off. I'm not going, I'm not doing it. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going, you know, back in the day in the car business, you know, mother's day was one thing you'd have mom come out. Yeah. If you got the, I mean, if you're, if you have it like that, you want to treat mom, you want to take her out, you know, stand in line like a fucking mile long for brunch, just awful stuff, just, you know, run by people, cooks, uh, you know, sous chefs or, you know, brunch chefs, wait staff that have probably been up all night drinking already or been on a, you know, come from a rave. They don't want to see you. They don't like you, you know? I mean, how is that? I don't know. Mom's easy, but dad is like fucking just don't bother me don't bother me today you know i'm again that's hypothetical but that's the month of june i'm glad it's only 30 days there's nothing else going they got what else they got they got well they got pride month you know they got juneteenth and they got pride month juneteenth is fairly new it's only been around for a few years pride months that's also very very fresh you know everybody wants to uh you know, all the corporations become gay this month, so uh, <laughs> it's just the most nothing month. It's 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 the slowest month in the car business. Nobody likes June. Nobody wants June. Um, but in regard to, you know, it's funny too because like my my youngest went down to Pride Month. Or she went to a pride uh, parade, rather down in LA, with her older sister, and uh, which is fine. I don't, I don't give a shit. But you know, it's funny how all these companies are up in arms about Bud Light, and you know this kind of, you know, all the talking heads on the podcast are like, yeah, "You got to stop forcing this stuff down our throat." Well, there is a there. I you know there is a, a little. It's it's disingenuous. All right. Like, we know it's disingenuous. Because they don't care. They really, they honestly don't care. Like, does Bud Light really care if you're non binary or you're gay or you're trans or you're queer or you're bi or you're not straight? Do they give a fuck? No. They just want you to fucking buy their shit, right? But this month, man, they are the gayest company in the world. Super gay. But the funny part, you know. Of course, we all get. Now, it's, now it becomes reflexive; it becomes reactionary. So, like when we see the token, say the token gay character, the to, the uh, amplification of the queer character, the um, you know the the signal, the this signif- the, 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 the the character that is signaling. That, that that this particular show, this company, this outfit, this endeavor is, is LGBTQT plus one, five. They're all hip, you know, so you can buy our products. We're down. We're cool, you know, but, you know, a, a, a lot of that stuff's already been covered. It's already been like back in the day. Like I remember watching, um, Speaking of crap TV, the show MASH, like, was just the most unfunniest piece of garbage. Like, just geriatric coffee table dog shit, right? Just super unfunny. But, but, they did have uh, Corporal Klinger. And Klinger was a transvestite. (laughs) All right? Which they don't even say it. Do they... Can we say trans... Is transvestite a thing anymore? Like, now it's just trans, but is it... But that's in ref, in reference to... Uh, transgender, but not transvestite. Like, transvestite... trans Transvestism... Is... Uh... Like... Kind of a thing of the... Is it a thing of the past? Because now I guess no maybe now they're just called drag queens but drag queens even that's kind of more of a amplification of sorts because they really get after it, right but like Corporal Klinger in M.A.S.H. was he didn't wear makeup he just wore dresses well because of course you know the backstory of his character I think was he dressed that way because he was trying to purvey The notion that he was crazy by wearing women's clothing, so that he would get discharged. But he never was. Like that show was on. That that show was on longer than the actual war. And uh, God, it was so unfunny. Like Alan Alda is the unfunniest motherfucker that I can think of. Right? It just wasn't funny. The movie was, the movie was brilliant. The movie. That's Robert Altman. He's a genius. Robert Altman's a man. You know. But there was no clinger in the movie. So. But there were other remnants of. Or other little. Bits and pieces in the culture of. uh, You know, in an effort to kind of. Kind of break the ice, so to speak. You know, like. The show Soap. With uh, Billy Crystal. And uh, Richard Mulligan That was a great show um, I think that was like an hour long too But he played a gay character um, and But nobody batted an out I mean nobody was like Oh I'm boycotting this shit I'm never watching this channel I'm never in, I'm never subscribing to this network Like nobody gave a fuck You know Alright Guy You know He was always kind of His character Was always kind of sorting shit out Right And uh, But the best of all And I, I go back to this time and time again I think is Booz and Buddies Fucking Tom Hanks First First role and, and Peter Scolari These two guys They were like these These guys that were just kind of little Like they thought outside the box Right Like these were These were the original Outside the box thinkers Right looking for an apartment they couldn't afford you know where they were living or their their place their their apartment building got knocked down or whatever it was so they're out on the street great intro even the title song go ahead with your own life leave me alone you know classic Billy Joel can't, can't miss I remember in the intro like him like Tom Hanks Peter Scolari are like they got lawn chairs in a parking spot and they're feeding the meter so they could just chill out and like uh they're sitting in a parking spot in in there's no car it's just lawn chairs you know and they're evening out their tan but uh but the premise was they found a cheap apartment building what's the catch it's an apartment building for women okay so what do they do they dress up and drag you know they're buffy and hildegard <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they introduce themselves they're like they're trying to I guess they try I, I remember them trying to throw each other under the bus like so they're kind of oh and they know one of the girls one of the girls in the apartment building is uh, I think uh, what's her name Amy Jo Spurback or Amy Jo something the little she's a little, little chunk she's a little chunker you know but I guess she was like I guess she was kind of dating Peter Scolari's character you know so she gave him the tip to get in the building so they had an inside girl right and then uh, Donna Dixon oh yeah that's right Donna Dixon was in that yeah she ended up marrying Dan Aykroyd but um, so Tom Hanks is into her but so they so they are actually they they dress in drag and they come off as they're, they're the sisters of the, of the of the two guys and when they're, you know, I remember when they're introducing themselves like they ask Peter Scolari oh, okay, so you're so-and-so's sister, what's your name? And Tom Hanks goes that's Hildegard <laughs> like they're just totally throwing each other under the bus, right? And then when they ask when they introduce themselves to the Tom Hanks' sister What's, what's what's your name? Oh, that's Buffy. Buffy and Hildegard. Like, the worst names ever. Sorry if your name's Buffy. Or Hildegard. But, uh... But the whole show was drag. The whole show was drag. Everything in the show was drag. Right? And nobody gave a fuck. Right? But now it's like, ah... Uh, we all gotta pick our sides. We gotta pick our battles. Right? Who gives a... F- who gives a shit, man? But... Uh but, nevertheless, nevertheless, so, um, so what else, so I, I'm, I'm kind of continuing my, um, I've been reading this, this book snuff, which is all, it's, um, <laughs> there's some good, some good shit in there, right? And it's just vile like, I've really gotten into some real nitty-gritty. Some some of the real nitty-gritty of, uh, of porn. I don't know why I've just gone down this road of porn. I don't know if it's just a, in a reaction to... Uh, like, maybe it's a reaction to just... You know, maybe I'm just tired of, like... Religion cramming their business down my throat. Like, I'm tired of seeing these... <laughs> Instagrams where it's like all these these chunks these poorly dressed purple clad awful Raycon of singers just singing the most garbage versions of some kind of homage to Jesus like if Jesus saw this like he would just be like uh, the no like no and it's It's a lot like um, I think it's a lot like like Quoting like Max Von Sydow's character in the movie Hannah and Her Sisters Where he goes uh, If Jesus came down today and saw What people were doing in his name he wouldn't stop throwing up <laughs> And I tend to Agree with that but yeah, there's these um, out of funk. I think most, they're mostly in the Midwest. But you know, it's like this, they're like singing families. They're like troubadour families of some sort. They're all dressed in like awful, like purple satin, sitting around a purple piano, just singing, We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. You know, and if I was Jesus, I'd be like, No, 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 no. Um,. And it dawned on me, like I so I woke up the other morning when I asked my lady, I was like, I was like, how come? Because she was, like all she totally listens to either classic rock or country, and I'm like, hon, sugar, you know they've actually made like really good music in the last you know century, like. I mean, I'm all for Bob Seger and Led Zeppelin and all that, but like uh So I had to ask her. I said, uh How come there's no band or like there's no like Led Zeppelin of Christian rock, right? Like there's no band that just blows it out of the water, right? Um, like there's no like band that just goes, Oh my gosh, they tore the roof off that church. Said nobody ever, right? There's no like John Bonham of the church choir, there's no Phil Collins of the you know, a great drummer, you know, in the church choir. Um There's no like Freddie Mercury Of the church choir, right? There's no like standout There's no like Epic Like when I was running There was a kid on our team His name was um, Pat Kelly And Uh he was kind of a wayward kid. Let's just put it that way. He was like, um, he just had, he just had a rough, it was a rough upbringing, you know? So he did school a lot. He smoked, drank, fished a lot, but he was a good runner too. Like he's really talented. And, um, but he would list, but on his, but in his moments of clarity, like when he had, his, I guess when he had shit to get, like he would, and he really came from like a real kind of bad environment, you know, like bad, kind of bad. So he, I guess, would go to, uh, he would seek refuge in situations, and he would. Uh, listen listened to this band called Striper. They were a Christian group, right? Striper with a Y, I think, right? And. um like huh okay straight man well, whatever like whatever yeah like red right on like cool like there's nothing i there's nothing wrong with christian rock but it's like there's no like nobody goes holy crap have you heard the latest album from you know pious riot right and no said nobody like nobody's like my god have you heard that guitar solo he just shreds like there's nobody like that there's nobody I don't think there is. I don't think there is. The closest would be what? The Osmonds? (laughs) Well, that's not good. Like, that's all bad. I mean, I've seen the Osmonds in concert. Donnie, Marie, the whole gang, you know? Lyle and Ted. You know? Mort, all those guys. Whatever their names are. But, um... Yeah, so... There's no band Just you go Whoa Crank that Crank that shit Right now Like this is my jam Said no Christian ever Right It's all You know It's You know what I'm talking It's I'm not And I'm not trying to sound Shitty and And, and Judgmental But it is kind of Shitty and judgmental But it is But it's garbage It's like bad music It's car. It's It's for people I don't know It's Like you're in a bad spot You know Typically you're it sounds like you're usually in a bad spot when you're listening to that shit, right? So it's like, so they probably give you like a little bit of like, eh, you know, we know you're not going to like really pick this stuff apart, right? Like you're not, like you're not recording this. You're not making a bootleg, you know? Um, It's just not... Like there's no like t- the, there's no Tame Impala of Christian rock there's no Pink Floyd of Christian rock you know there's no there's no there's no Christian rock band that's like headlining Wembley Stadium and just people are like think talking about it you know years later like oh that that was that 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 was insane that was insane i i worshiped so hard i worshiped Like, when he jumped off the stage and he was floating across the sea of... (laughs) Like, that's God. Yeah, I'm going to hell. All right, so what? So fucking what? So I read a lot of books about, you know, bad things, right? About About transgressive topics like... Transgressive situations, like uh, well, like like Chuck Palahniuk's book *Snuff*. You know, like it's about a it's about a gangbang. It's about the it's about this this aging porn star that's uh, trying to break the the record. There and there has been records, but and I'm not so upset. You know, it's not. I I don't even to be perfectly frank. I don't even. I don't indulge in, a, in your traditional version of porn. It's not... I don't... It doesn't grab me. But I'm fascinated by a lot of the titles and stuff like that. <laughs> you know? Like when Larry ate Sally or Shaving Ryan's Privates or... Uh, all that good stuff, right? Um, I was talking to my buddy Mike last week about just the... Just the pervasive nature of it. Like some of the movies that, like I was watching last tango in Paris and that's, that's, you know, that's art wrapped in porn, wrapped in art. Right. But it's also like, you know, Robert Altman, when he saw that movie, according to uh, all accounts, he's like, I don't, I I'm worthless. I, this is, uh, everything I've done. I, I don't know what I'm doing. As a director, after I saw that movie, like it was, and it's a, it is well done. It's but it's very transgressive, you know. Um, it's raw. People are fucking. People are fucking in the movie. You know, it's like that movie, um, the one I was talking about many episodes ago. Um, I think it was Don't Look Now. The the Kiefer or the, the Donald Sutherland and uh, what's her name Julie uh, Julie Christie. It's kind of a thriller horror type thing, set in uh, Italy in Venice, and they're fucking they're fucking in that movie, right? I mean, there's Caligula, there's, um, you know that's straight that's that's a That's a movie that was like We're gonna make a porno But we're gonna make it like mainstream You know And uh But it's every It's It's Uh It just is what it is To me I think the best are the porn (laughs) The porn titles You can't You can't You can't escape It's, It's the best They're the best You know It's good shit And uh yeah. So there you go. So, so there you go. Yeah, um, Oh, speaking of which, speaking of speaking of uh, murky subject matter and literature, um, the great author Cormac McCarthy passed away. Unbelievable. Like, I mean, I guess it' not a not totally couldn't know. Not entirely in, uh, unbelievable. He's eighty. He was eighty-nine, but he just came out with two books. You know, one of my most kind of most revered. Like just this guy, he just blows my mind. Um, just a fascinating, fascinating character. Like no, no, no. Absolutely no self-promotion whatsoever. Um just dead broke, just dead broke for years, just writing in obscurity, being offered being offered you know two thousand dollars to go speak about your book at a college or a some kind of speaking engagement now nah, now nah, everything's in the book, just read the book, just flat broke, just just fucking just bathing in the river opening a can of beans for dinner broke right and uh, man I, I I figured he would win the Nobel Prize I figured he would win the Nobel Prize but I don't know if they award that posthumously but ah uh, but nonetheless um, he outlasted Martin Amis though how wild is that he beat Martin Amis the two great two great authors dying within Just a couple weeks of each other. A few weeks of each other. Just monumental. Monumental art. But, uh... But, oh, well. Yeah. I think today... Is it today? Or is it... Oh, maybe it was last night. They ran that two-mile, too. that, That all the... All the young punks... This is, like, the... This is it. This is the end of the... This is the end of the run here for everybody. Uh, like the NCAA Division One track championships are over. Kaitlin Tuohy just flamed out. I watched her in the... She didn't make the 5,000 final. She uh, led, tried to press it in the 1,500 and just got swallowed up in the last lap and just fucking just ran out of steam. That happened, you know. I mean, in that environment, I mean it's such a... The weather was so bad. Like, it was so... Like, I was watching... was watching these guys run, and it was just... Just brutal. Just brutal. Just... Just races of attrition, right? Just a blanket of humidity that these guys had to suffer with. And, uh... But, uh... But they got one more race in them. Uh, Collegiately, it's... Collegiately, everything's done. And I don't know how these... I honestly I don't know how these guys carry through Like um, Kai Robinson Was 23rd in the world cross country Championships in Australia When they ran him in Australia In the heat back in like March Here it is June He's Winning he's doubling And winning the 5 and 10 Thousand meters at the NCAAs Now I assume he's Is he going to go on the you know Is he going to Go to the uh, European circuit and do. I mean, how do these guys maintain that that level of performance that long? But but the same can be said for these uh, high schoolers now that are running. There's a two. By, I believe it's God. I gotta find out. I don't know. Was it yesterday or was it tonight? But they got Simeon Burnbaum, they got Connor Bernsey, they got Rocky Hansen. These guys are going out. They're they're going after the high school record of eight thirty four, I believe it is, or no, eight twenty nine. Sorry, eight twenty nine. I believe is the, the high school record. So um, it could be happening as we speak, for all I know. But but uh, yeah, and then and then, and then it's a wrap and then it's and then we go into ultra ultra season they got the western states 100 miler coming up on the 24th we got uh, what's going on this oh yeah there's a lot of shit going you know as, as sucky as a month this fucking month sucks there's still some good shit going on Wes Anderson's new movie comes out Asteroid City on the 23rd I'm gonna go see Bill Burr on the 30th Um, but otherwise this eh, it's just a it's a blanket of shit. This month is just a blanket of shit, you know? Um, humid, hot, funky El Nino's happening, whatever that, you know, I don't know how that's going to help us or hurt us, but if it, if it contributes to this balminess, then I'm all, I'm, I'm fucking, I, I give up. Right. But, uh, But other than that, yeah, there ain't much else going on at the moment. Um, Just slogging our way through the month of June. You know. And uh, take it one day at a time. Just concentrate on what's in front of you. And that's all you can do. I guess that's all you can do. Isn't that all you can do? I don't know. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. (laughs) All right. Stay in school, kids. Just say no to drugs and I'll talk at you later. Arrivederci, baby.